You are listening to the Anna Brandt Podcast for the year 2022. Anna Brandt has been a professional photographer for over 22 years and has taught worldwide in over 32 countries and continues to educate in person and online. My name is Ava Brandt and I am happy to welcome you to the third season of my mom's podcast channel. We hope you subscribe and stick around. Hi everyone, this is Anna Brandt, and we're recording this podcast from Honduras. You may notice I sound a tad bit different. My apologies, I'm dealing with a little bit of laryngitis. Normally, we try to record these podcasts ahead of time. However, due to a busy travel schedule, we were unable to record this podcast earlier. And therefore, uh, let's say my voice is a little under the weather. Good news is I passed my COVID test, so everything is fine there. And if you can tolerate my voice, hopefully I can share a shorter than normal podcast, but maybe something that might be of interest to you. Today's topic is things to not say to a female entrepreneur. Now, if you are a female entrepreneur, I am quite certain you have heard many of the things that I'm going to say today, and you've probably been offended by them, annoyed by them, and may even want to scream from the rooftops for you to never hear any of these things again. I will clarify to say that all of these things I'm going to tell you have never been mentioned to me by any male person. The things that have been said to me have only been said to me by other females. I will also say that I know most of the time that it's not meant in ill will, that the people that are saying it truly have my best interest at heart. And most of the time, they're really curious about the answers to these questions. So it's not that I take really that strong offense to them. I just think the world would be a little better place if we could possibly avoid saying these things to a female entrepreneur. I'm pretty sure that none of these things have been said to a male entrepreneur, but I could be wrong. And if you are a male entrepreneur, let us know the things that have been said to you that maybe we shouldn't say. Because I'm sure you also have your side of the story. As I said, I'm sure that if you're somebody that has said this either to me or somebody else, you're doing it out of the kindness of your heart. Well, hopefully you are. But from one female entrepreneur to another, we really don't want to hear these things. We just don't. I remember that when my kids were little, And I had Ava, my third child. And there would be some times that I would miss my son Evan's baseball games. And more often than not, people would go to my husband and say, oh, is Anna working again? Meaning that the only reason I would possibly miss one of my son's games is that I was working. When actually, in all reality, I was home nursing the third child. And I would say to my husband, did you let them know that I was home nursing your third child? 
And he'd say, oh, no, you know, they mean well. And I would get so upset. I was like, but I'm home being a mother, nursing my child and putting them down for their nap that just happened to be at the same time as my son's game. But because I owned a business, it was assumed that because I wasn't there, I was working. Quite often, if a man doesn't show up for something, people may assume that he's working, but they don't they don't really say anything. They just figure, huh, he's not available. No big deal, right? And there are many, many, many times where females would say to me, oh, I was going to invite you, but I figured you were working. When it came to lunch dates or, you know, afternoon shopping with the girls, as my business grew, my stay-at-home mommy friends would invite me less and less to events because they would say, oh, she's too busy. She's probably not going to go anyway. And I would be so offended, like, well, you could invite me. And I hear this from other female entrepreneurs all the time that before they become an entrepreneur and they had their mommy friends and they were at home, they would be invited to lunch dates and play dates. But as their business grew and the demands grew, the invites were less and less. And maybe we're all guilty of declining one too many play dates, but we still want to be asked. And maybe we're all guilty of declining one too many outings or lunch dates or evenings with the girls. But maybe it would be nice to be asked maybe a little bit more. Just give us the opportunity, right? So I'm going to tell you the top questions that I've been asked that I wish people didn't ask. And maybe before you ask somebody this, think twice. And maybe don't ask it. Don't say it. And I'll give you some ideas of some things to say at the end. The top one is always, you should rest. Are you getting enough rest? Are you sleeping enough? Oh, make sure you rest. Okay, to me, I'm a big girl. If I need rest, I'm going to get it. What's even funnier about that is if you ask my kids, where's your mom? They'll probably be, they'll probably say, she's in bed. (laughs) Truly. Ask my kids at any given moment, is your mom home? And they'll say, yeah. What is she doing? She's probably in bed. What does your mom do when she's home? She sleeps. That's what my kids say all the time. My mom, she can go to bed at 6.30 at night. And no one believes them. They're like, no. I saw her, you know, live or I saw her, you know, recording or she did this. Now, do I go to bed at 6.30 every night? Of course not. But many times... I'm like in bed at 6.30 at night and many times I'm not. And so it just depends who you talk to. To my kids, I'm always resting. (laughs) To everyone else, I never rest. But I think if you're talking to a grown woman, don't tell her she should get rest. She knows if she should get rest. Trust me, she does. This is another one and this is, this is, This is something just don't do. Do you ever see your children? Oh, this is, this is one that if you've heard this, it, this gets you. 
Why does this, this get you? Because there's this assumption that if you're working, you must be too busy to see your children. And then to us, to the working parent, what does that say to us? It says that we're neglecting our children, right? That's how we take to it. It's, oh, you're so busy. Your business is growing. Do you ever see your children? And you want to be like, no, no, I never see them. I neglect them all the time. I'm pretty sure they're homeless right now. Of course we see our children. We probably see them more than the stay-at-home mom. Trust me, we see our children. We talk to them. We FaceTime them. We're hugging them two, three, four o'clock in the morning. We're connecting with them. Trust me. And if you're not, you know it, and it's something you're probably working on, and somebody asking you isn't helping. For mothers, for me, and I know many of my entrepreneurial female friends, being a mother is the most important job we have. Hands down, if you were to ask a female entrepreneur, it's your job or your children, they're going to say, I became a female entrepreneur so I could make my children a priority, right? And everything we do is for our children. So please don't ask us this. We're doing the best that we can, just like any working parent. And we see our children. Hopefully we do. Do you ever sleep? That's, that's right up there. Do you ever rest? What do you want me to say? No, no, I, I never sleep. I'm exhausted all the time. I never sleep. I never rest. And I never see my children. Can you imagine if I said that? What would someone say back to me? Oh, you should. You should probably quit your job. You should probably give up this entrepreneurial thing. You should probably give up that photography hobby. I don't think it's doing you any favors, right? Or, oh, I'm so sorry. What can I do to help you? Like, let's really think of the responses, right? I love sleep. I think sleep is amazing. It's right there next to how I feel about my children. I absolutely love sleep. But I love sleep so much that my body can wake up without an alarm clock. And my body knows when I've had enough sleep. And that's always the sign when you go to sleep without the TV, in the quiet, and when you wake up before the alarm. Trust me, your body knows when you need sleep and when you don't. And if you're a grown-up, you know that too. So if someone asking you if you ever sleep, mm, it's just not going to be received wisely. It's just not. It's probably going to be received with offensive tone. I try to be kind. So if someone says, do you ever sleep? I, I try to say, I do a lot. And then I find myself justifying and telling them my sleep schedule. I really do. I'll, I'll like tell you my whole sleep schedule for the week just to defend the fact that I sleep. Or I'll say, hmm, let me put my kids on speaker and let them answer. And they'll be like, oh, my God, all my mom does is sleep. Okay, here's another one. Oh, you're working late? Uh, this used to happen with my children all the time when they were little. Who is with your children? Mm, I don't know, maybe their father, the other parent in the room, right? Like, no one asks the father who is with the children. 
Because they know the children are with their mother, right? When was the last time someone asked a man that, right? So rest assured that if a woman is working late or at a conference or traveling, rest assured she knows exactly where her children are and who's taking care of them because it's a very important job and she doesn't take it lightly. This is one that I don't take offense to. People genuinely ask because they're struggling and it's how do you handle work-life balance? And most of the people that ask me are other people trying to figure out how to handle work-life and balance. So I don't necessarily take offense to it. And maybe it even shouldn't be in my list, but it's a hard question to answer. Because there are times where I'm going to be a great mother and a lousy photographer. And great times I'm going to be a great photographer and a lousy mother. I'm sure if you interviewed my children, they could give you a whole list of my transgressions. Like any child could. Like I'm sure I did of my parents. And I know that they may not fully appreciate me till way way, probably long after I'm gone, and that's okay. I don't need daily applause from my children. They're teenagers. I get it. They want me around. They want me doing my job, and I I get that. How do I handle work-life balance? Like everybody, every single day I wake up and I try to do a little bit better than yesterday. And if I failed as a mother the day before because my son forgot to tell me he has Taekwondo and he needs his uniform washed, and I forgot to put it in the washer. Yeah, I did probably not going to get mom of the year award for that one. But he's old enough now that he can also put his uniform in the washer himself. And you know what? Last week he did. I was busy. He knew I was getting ready to travel. And he was running around like a crazy person. And when I got home, it was around six o'clock. And he said, mom, can you put my Taekwondo uniform in the dryer? And I said, who, who put it in the washer? And I knew he had a super busy day. And he said, I did, mom. I was so busy, but I ran home and I put it in the washer. And then later I ran home and I put it in the dryer. And I just smiled because he did it. And, and I didn't want to rub it in his face. Now you know how I feel because that wasn't necessary. I just put it in the dryer because we don't need to say everything that comes to top of mind. Sometimes we just need to be quiet, right? So how do I handle work-life balance like every working parent out there? Do I wish I could see my children every moment of the day? Of course. But do my children want to see me every moment of the day? No. No. Because they have to go and find their way in the world. And they tell me all the time, Mom, I'm fine. Mom, it's okay. And, And we don't need to be with them every single moment. And every day we try to adjust the day to make it a little bit better for maybe we, for what we felt the day before. So don't beat yourself up and just try to create a schedule, create time for yourself, create time for your children and your family. And bit by bit, you will find a way somehow to balance it. All right, here's a few more. I heard this one in Italy and it was, I was teaching a workshop and It wasn't bad. I knew that the student asking me was genuinely curious. We were, I was in the middle of teaching and my student said, first she said, do you ever rest? And I was like, ah, yes, I rest. 
When? When do you rest? You've gone to Italy, you're teaching. Well, when it, well, I, don't, I don't know when you rest. I said, okay, fair enough. I'm on this trip in Italy, and it was the week before Thanksgiving, and my son and his girlfriend and my youngest daughter, Ava, were with me. And I said to her, I said, okay, let me tell you my past couple of days. We arrived to Italy, uh, and my daughter's luggage was missing. And we arrived to Italy uh, very early in the morning, I believe. And she didn't have any clothes. And she said, Mom, I need clothes. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to get breakfast. And we're just going to, you know, go shopping. And or was it at night? I don't remember. But I, I remember that we couldn't rest immediately because we needed to get clothes. And we got clothes. And... Our sleep schedule was a little bit off. In Italy, you can't eat till late at night. So we didn't eat till like nine o'clock at night. And I think we ended up napping a little bit. And we had discussed that we were going to get up at sunrise and do some photos. And the only clothes we had were the clothes that we had bought. And we ended up napping in the hotel. And then we ended up kind of staying up. And next thing you know, it was five, six in the morning and the sun was going to rise. So I said, Ava, let's get dressed and go out. And so we went out and we did photos and we thought nobody would be on the street, but there was a marathon happening and everybody was out and running. And we took photos and then we had breakfast. And after breakfast, it was early. It was like 7.30 in the morning. And I said, Ava, let's take a nap. And she said, yes. And we crawled in bed at eight o'clock that morning. And it was quite possibly the best nap we've ever had. And we both woke up around one o'clock in the afternoon and we were nose to nose sleeping in the bed. And we woke up and we just looked at each other and we smiled because it felt so good to not have to be anywhere, not have to do anything and to just nap. And, you know, we went back out and we met my son for dinner. And so the next day when I was talking to the student and I was telling her about the day before and she goes, well, well, I didn't know you did all of that because it wasn't on social media. And I said, aha, okay, I get it now. And then I explained to the student, look, well, much of my life can be very public. I teach, I travel, I'm live, I'm on YouTube. A lot of people see much of my life, but what do you see? You see my work life. So then to you, it seems like I'm always working, right? I get that. But what you don't see is my private life because I don't post much of that on social media because I choose to keep it private. And I explained this to the student with translation, of course. And she said, ah, I see. And I said, there's many times I'm sitting in my fuzzy socks with a blanket or a book or I'm crafting or I'm doing something, but I don't post about it on social media because it's my time. I don't want to post it about it on social media. And I may go on vacation with my kids and you may see one picture or two, but that's it. Because the rest of the time, I just want to enjoy 
being with my children. And she looked and she said, okay, okay, I get it. I respect that. I understand. And so I, I think that's the challenge now. We see so much of other people's lives. Then we assume they must never be resting. But the, the entrepreneur, whether male or female, is probably curating their, their schedule, right? They're pre-scheduling Facebook posts to happen many times when they're in the shower. They're pre-recording podcasts, right? And so if you talk to any entrepreneur, we time block, we schedule emails to go out, we schedule Facebook posts to drop. I'll schedule the podcast to release while I'm on an airplane. But to you, the audience, it seems like the live button, the recording button is always on, right? I get that and I respect that. And so I think my advice to you is understand that even the most public person knows when to have private time, knows when to be offline, and knows when they need the quiet, the rest, and the sleep. I'll tell you a few more. Another one I get is, do you, do, do you ever do anything but work? <laughs> Just like the story that I tell you. Yes, but maybe I don't share it on social media. People will say, do you have hobbies? Do you cook? Do you read? <laughs> yeah, I do all those things. I love to bake. I love to make pies. I love to make rice krispie treats and chocolate chip cookies. I love to read and I love to nap in the sun. When the kids were little, I would go outside and lay in the sun for 20 minutes doing nothing. And I would hear mom, mom, mom. And they would say to each other, she's outside in the sun. She's outside with her blanket in the sun. Yeah, I like to lay in the sun with a blanket. I know it's odd. So yeah, I, I love to do all kinds of things besides working. But can I tell you something else about the entrepreneur? And this is whether female or male. We love our work. That's the thing. I love my work. I love photography. I love it so much. I love editing. Not all the time. But many times I really love it. Marketing and writing books and creating concepts and ideas. I do it because I love it. And I'm an entrepreneur because I want to be. That's the whole point. And I can take days off and I can travel the world and I can have holidays and I can decide when I want to make that trip a vacation or whether I want to fly to Dubai and back in 48 hours. You know, a couple of years ago, we went to Thailand and we vacationed and the kids watched elephants and we pet tigers and we had so much fun. But what everybody saw was they just saw me teaching in Thailand and teaching me in India. They didn't see me sitting by the sun, by the pool, and they didn't see me petting tigers. And I don't think we have to share everything on social media all the time. And I think it's okay to love our job. And you know what? It's okay if I take my day off to go shopping for backdrops or props or pay my own backdrop. And if you're an entrepreneur, a female or a male, you can do that. 
And it's okay. And if you're somebody that's saying to somebody else, do you ever sleep? Do you ever read? Do you ever have a day off? Maybe before you ask that, let's think of something else that you can say. What about, gosh, it must be so cool to have a job you love, to have a job that you control, to have a job that you can choose whether you want to go into work or not. That must be so great. Because then the entrepreneur can go, yeah, you know what? It is so great. And so my wish for you today is let's lift each other up. Let's encourage each other. And if you see a busy mama, rather than ask her if she needs rest, say, hey, next time you have time, maybe let's go get some coffee. I bet she would love that. And if she turns you down, say it's okay. Maybe next time. She might just take you up on that offer. And she might reach out to you and ask you the same. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you're male or female, whether you're a business owner working one day or 50 straight days. There are days where we're all tired and exhausted. There are days where our voice is saying, take a rest, stop talking. And don't worry, I have a long journey home where I will spend many, many, many hours not talking and getting plenty of sleep and tea and honey and doing all the things that I need to do to heal my body. I know what to do and I appreciate your kind words and your gestures and your prayers and your comments. Know that I I do and I hear it from around the world and I know that it's coming from a place of kindness. However, maybe, maybe, maybe Take a pause, take a breath, and reach out and salute the entrepreneur that you're talking to and say, hey, good job. Good job on being a mama or being a papa or being a mom or a dad or a cousin or an aunt or a sister or a caregiver. And maybe send them a spa basket or a book in the mail or a gift certificate or treat them to a cup of coffee or something. Because trust me, they know the job that they need to do, and chances are, they love it. I'm Anna Brent. Thanks for listening. Did you like this podcast? We would love it if you gave my mom a kind review and reach out to her. To learn more about Anna, visit AnnaBrandt.com. You can find out about her education opportunities at annabranteducation.com.